Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host, and if you're new, Couch Talks is the special bonus episode that comes out every Wednesday where I answer questions that listeners like you can send in to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. And a quick reminder before we get into the episode today that as always, and especially on Wednesdays, this podcast does not serve as a replacement for therapy or mental health services, but it might help you along your journey to uh, creating the life that you, you want. And that includes your mental health. So as I mentioned on Monday in the intro, I took a little break from the podcast, a, a little mini break. And it was so good for my soul to just not have to worry about um, making sure I got things in on time or making sure the episode was good or it honestly, not even that I worry about it so much. It was just good that I didn't have to think about it. It's like when you take a vacation from work, you might not hate your job, but it's nice to like not have to think about anything. So thank you for being patient. And hopefully some of you guys listen to the episodes that we put out because they are some of our favorite ones. And I know a lot of y'all don't listen to every episode and you miss some because like life happens and like there's plenty of podcasts that I love, but I might not listen to every episode. So hopefully if you missed one of the ones you were able to um, listen to it and got something out of it. Also, sometimes I just like listening to episodes twice, you know, when they're really good, you get something else out of them. So on the little break, I will say that I did I did think about the podcast and I have been doing some thinking lately just in general about what I want in the future for the podcast and what changes I may want to make. And so stay tuned for what I actually decide and all of that. But I also 
want y'all's feedback. So I would like to hear what you guys want more of, whether um, you like it more when I have guests on or whether there's certain guests you want to have back on, or maybe you like solo episodes, or maybe you really hate when I do episodes by myself. I would love to know that. And I would love to know why, like what about that is so bad in a kind, loving way. I would like this feedback. (laughs) And then um, do you like couch talks or is it just kind of like background noise for you? Do you want more of me answering direct questions or maybe you want less of that? I'm very open. I just want to get the vibe and know what you guys are thinking because I don't get to have conversations with y'all back and forth. So it's just nice to, you know, it's a way for me to read the room because I can't read the room right now because I'm literally in a room by myself. I will say though, I created this little office podcast room in my new house and it's so cool. I had one in my basement in my old house, but one, it was in the basement. It just had a basement feel. And, um, I never set it up fully cause I knew I was going to end up moving. So I didn't want to put extra holes in the wall. And so this room, I hung everything up. I hung like my sound, I don't know, soundboards. What are they called? I soundproofed the room and like I hung this curtain rod with this like soundproof curtain. <laughs> and I just, it's cute and it's fun. I don't know if I'm going to keep it this way. I might want to turn it into um, maybe a workout room or a, a another spare bedroom in my future. But for right now, I'm really thinking it's pretty cool. And yeah, I've never not um, recorded my podcast on like my living room couch, which now I wouldn't be able to do that because my ceilings are higher and I don't think it would sound very good if I did that now. Anyway, you if I, you haven't fallen asleep yet, maybe we should get into that episode. <laughs> Anyway, so if you're new to Couch Talks, every week I, well, usually will answer a question that one of you guys emails me. Again, that email is Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. These questions remain anonymous. I never read your name and I sometimes even change information so it has less ability to be tracked back to you just because, you know, I like to be safe and I'm, I'm, I'm about confidentiality. And so every week I answer a question and we do one usually. And so I'm going to read the question and then we're going to talk about it after. And what I like about these is you might not directly relate to like the exact thing that this person's talking about, but the theme of it, whether it's boundaries or relationships, which those go together or eating disorders or addiction or career choice, like you might have something that is similar or something that might align and might not just be the exact same situation. So I'm going to read the email. This one's longer. So bear with me. I want to read the whole thing because I thought it was nice and thought out and I'm going to do that. So here it is. Hi, Kat. I have a few things I wanted to share today. First, thank you so much for the work that you do to change the therapy stigma and start hard conversations. Listening to your podcast that I found through Emmy Brown, shout out, inspired me to begin looking inward and doing the hard work, which led me to go to therapy leaving a toxic, abusive relationship, and following my dream of becoming a therapist myself. I'll start my practicum in January so I can finally see the light at the end of the curriculum tunnel. I also met the sweetest man on earth and we just got engaged. I know that if I hadn't done the work to change and move from disorganized attachment to secure, it never would have worked with him. I know I did the work, but you definitely inspired me and I felt like I had a very long distance friend and supporter through it all. So thank you. Then finally, I have a question to ask. I have a friend that I've had since college and she's always been one to yo-yo diet. During the time mentioned above, I also struggled with disordered eating and was extremely unhappy with under eating and over exercising. After recovery from that, 
I have tried to be very body neutral and fuel my body with what it wants and needs and exercising in a way that makes me happy. Now this friend has gotten engaged and started dieting to lose weight for the wedding, which has included cutting carbs, counting calories, labeling food as good and bad, feeling guilty for eating fries, and having literally no rest days. Since I exercise often and eat a decent amount of vegetables and cookies, lol, she constantly sends me pictures and texts about her progress and how much weight she is losing so quickly. I've tried nicely to give her reminders that food isn't good or bad and that she's allowed to rest and eat freely, but she still sends the same thing and has been very triggering for my body image slash mental health. With that being said, how can I be a good friend to her while also protecting myself? I hope you're having the day you need to have. Okay. Um, That's the end of the email. And I want to comment on some things before we get into the second part, but one that's so amazing. One, if you don't know who Amy Brown is, I'm sure most of you do, but she's the podcast network we're on. She's the Amy Brown podcast network. And then she has a podcast called Four Things with Amy Brown that I co-host on Tuesdays with her. And she's awesome. She has a lot of great guests. She does a lot of stuff about mental health, but also like she'll talk to you about like her skin routine and stuff like that. Like she's just well-rounded, I guess is a good word for that. And so shout out to Amy. And also that's so amazing that you went back to school, become a therapist. I'm excited for you and congratulations on the engagement. That's so exciting. Now to the second part. So I do have some questions that I, I would ask just for clarity if I was sitting with this person and I would clarify like, did you guys both find a place of recovery together or has she always yo-yo dieted, dieted and you maybe were in that space at one point, but now you've found a place of recovery because I don't know if she's like reverting back to old behaviors that she's changed or if this is just like her normal um, and that hasn't changed. I'm just curious about that because maybe the things that you're sharing with her, she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like they don't hit the same because she hasn't ever been in that place where she really understands what it means to take morality out of food and all that. So that's information you might be able to give her. She might not be in a place to hear it. I think if you haven't talked to her about your recovery process, that might be really important because I know one thing that is helpful in my life is my friends might engage in things that I wouldn't do just because of my history with eating and exercise. And so my friends know certain things about me and how I operate. And so they're probably not going to share their diet plan with me because like, I'm not going to probably give them the feedback that they want. But I, I do love to exercise and I have a lot of fun with that. So we might talk about like our workouts that we do, but my friends aren't sending me texts about like how many calories they burned and how finally they can have dessert because they went to this hard workout. It's more like I did this hard workout. Look what we did. And we like talk about it and stuff like that, if that makes sense. So I don't, I just am asking that because I don't know if she knows what she's doing. Um, and she knows that she's triggering you because she might not know where you are in that space. And that might be information that you share. Like, Hey, I don't know if you knew this about me. I don't know if I've ever shared this before, but I wanted to share it with you now because it's important to me and it's part of my story. And I used to struggle with X, Y, Z. I worked on XYZ. And now I'm in this place where um, I have to monitor certain behaviors in order to not go back to this old way of living that wasn't helpful or fruitful for me. And so when I hear that calories, good foods, bad foods, it's something that doesn't feel good in my body and, and to take on. And I am not somebody who wants to have those kinds of conversations. And so I didn't know if you knew that. And I'm totally willing to talk about it more if you're interested. 
But I just wanted you to know that because as I've been getting these messages from you, I want to be a good friend and I want to support you. And I also want to support myself. And I also don't want to support something that I feel like might end up harming you in the future. I also don't want to tell you what to do, but it might be something you want to look at. So I would have this conversation in a way that's very curious, right? So I didn't just blame her. I didn't assume that she was doing something bad or wrong. I didn't assume that she was engaging in behaviors that are going to end up hurting her. I just kind of explained what I thought might be going on and kind of left it open-ended. And so that's what I would really suggest anybody in a space like this. Like when you're having these conversations with friends, right? Friends usually have good intentions for us and our blind spots are we get a little selfish and we can't see how we might be hurting others because we're doing something that feels good to us in the moment. So if you're having a conversation with a friend, you can go into it with a lot of curiosity rather than blame because I know you love me, so I would never assume that you would do something to hurt me. So let's talk about this. I also think this is a really, really good way for you to practice some of what I talked about with Liz Plank on Monday's episode. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, it is one of my favorite ones that I have recorded in quite some time. It's very good. And we talked a little bit about how to create boundaries and take responsibility for what I need rather than continuously make it somebody else's job to take care of me. And what I mean by that is if this is affecting you, it means that you need something, right? While I think this is a space where it's safe to say part of you wants to help her not engage in unhealthy behaviors. That's fair. And we can express concern. What we can't do is control other people. So she may believe what she's doing is working for her. Our inclination is to give her some foresight into what that behavior is going to do. And you can offer that, but you can also only offer it to an extent, right? She's, she's only going to take it if, she, if she's in this place to take it. And that's a very normal thing to want to do. It's a very normal thing to want to help our friends not get to a place that was harmful for us. That's actually a pretty healthy thing to do. And she might not be in a place where she is able to really grab onto that. And she might want to risk it because in her head, the risk might not outweigh what she's getting. And some of the lessons that we have to learn, unfortunately, we have to learn on our own. And this feels kind of harsh, partly coming out of my mouth. But what I'm trying to convey is that it for real sucks when we see our friends in these spots and we can't control them, which also sucks. And Sometimes we just have to sit with the fact that some of our reality sucks sometimes and we can't change it or try to change it. And honestly, trying to change it actually can put us in a more vulnerable position and make us less able to take care of what we need. So that was a long winded way (laughs) to kind of sidetrack from what I'm saying, because it sounds like what you're really needing is a way for you to take care of yourself right now, even though you might have that inclination to take care of your friend. So this is a space where you can set a boundary and hold it for yourself and you can let her know gently, hey, when I see your food pics or hear you talk about losing weight, I've started to feel some fear because it brings up patterns of old behavior that I've really worked hard on to stray away from. And I'm going to resist responding to those messages. And I wanted to tell you about this because I'm doing this out of care for myself, not anger towards you. And I don't want you to think I'm ignoring you or anything like that. But I think that I have to protect myself and set a boundary around the types of conversations I let myself engage in. So what that's doing is it's putting the work on you, right? So you have to resist the urge to people please her or fix her or change her. Um, And you have to focus on what feels good to me. I might have to delete that text. I get it. I might have to just click delete it, not respond to act like it was never there. And you're telling her that. So if I don't respond to something like that, I just want you to know that's because I'm taking care of myself, not because I'm mad at you, not because I, I don't like you anymore, but because I 
have to make this a priority in my life because it's something that has been a big deal for me in the past. Again, it has this like caring, loving tone to it, right? It's not when you do this, it makes me do this. And when you do this, it triggers me. It's like, I feel triggered when I see nobody's making you feel anything. Nobody can make any other person feel anything. If that were the case, promise I would, I don't know, probably be a bajillionaire because I would just like make people feel what they wanted to feel. So we don't have that much power. So I, I don't even want you to give her that much power. I want you to take the power and that I can control what I allow myself to engage in, what I allow myself to focus on. What do I allow myself to read and respond to? What do I allow to take up extra space in my brain? And this is something that you're setting a boundary with yourself. I'm not going to allow this in there anymore because it doesn't feel good for me. And I just want to say it might be extra hard for you because it's you just got engaged and it sounds like your friend's going to engage and it's like, well, well, should I be doing this? Because like, well, should I be losing weight for the wedding too? And I just want to put out there for everybody out there, just because somebody is doing something, it doesn't mean that we all have to do that same thing. And that might apply to losing weight for an event and it can apply to a lot of other things. We get stuck in these spaces where we're like, oh, somebody's doing that. That means I should do that. It really could just mean somebody's doing that, period right? So really tune into if I start to feel like I should be doing that too, what is that? Is that fear of doing something wrong? Is that fear of not being liked? Is that fear of being left behind? Like what's behind that urge to do what the people around you are doing? If it feels like extra effort to go on and do that, it doesn't feel natural to you. So I hope that was helpful. And uh, again, I just want to encourage people to go listen to that episode with Liz. It was so good and it was so natural. Like I had, I'm, I'm not even lying. I had a list of questions for her. I didn't ask one, not one of them because we just started talking and then didn't stop until we had to go. And it was just nice. So um, I want to encourage you guys to listen to that. And I hope that this helped some of you guys out there. Again, feel free to send me some of your feedback on what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of with the podcast, Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at unitherapypodcast.com. You can follow me at cat.defada and the podcast at unitherapypodcast on Instagram and I hope you guys are having the day you need to have. I am going to a wedding this weekend in Asheville, North Carolina. So I'm very excited because I'm going to make it a little vacation as well. And I just love Asheville. It's so pretty. I get to go twice this fall because I'm also going to a bachelorette party for one of my best friends as well at the end of October. So I will be having the day I need to have because I hopefully will be in the mountains somewhere. And I hope you guys are able to do that as well. I will be back with you on Monday for another episode of You Need Therapy. Bye, guys. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.